Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz Podcast. Well, we talk sports and get a buzz on, as always. A buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious. You're so fucking bad at this, dude. Strange land brewery. You know it should be now, as always. I'm not prepared for the show. That that's what our new intro to this show should be. You're about to get a new new name. What's that? You're not gonna watch it. Damn. <laughs> Beer for every. And all occasions. And any. Any of the occasions. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. These two jack wagons. My co-host, Coach. And our producer, Ballad. Press Hello. Buttons. It's good to be back in the studio with you guys. It is uh, still Tuesday, November 5th. Coming to you from Austin, Texas. If you are listening, you are listening to, to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please follow on SoundCloud. Subscribe on iTunes, give us some five-star reviews and share those links to the episodes out every single week. We appreciate it. This is our amateur hour. Um, we also have Domingo the Flamingo and Lana the Hamster still alive, hanging out as they are every single week. Uh, but do need to thank our sponsors from day one, Strange Land Brewery. Uh, we got a uh, little Oktoberfest on the table, a little... Pink Flamingo IPA, just to make Domingo feel at home with some uh, with some flamingos around. Uh, but uh, a lot of beer poking events going on at the brewery. Uh, check the Facebook and Twitter; they have events going on all around town every single week. And right now, their happy hour three to five, three dollar beers. Well, three dollar specific beers. I think right now it's Oktoberfest in the Austin Pills. But I was at the brewery today. They've got a bunch of special releases on tap right now. You can only get them at the brewery. Get there Friday, Saturday afternoons. Tell them the guys from Sports Buzz sent you. Yeah, I need to make another trip out there. It's been a while since I've seen Adam and Tim and the guys out there. Uh, but um, we do need to thank our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Weather's getting nice and chilly. Perfect time to go camping. Uh, Ballad's got a camping trip planned this weekend. So get on out. Take some strange land with you wherever you hey, do go. Me and Dale are taking Bobby's troop up by the lake for order of the straight arrow this weekend. Y'all want to come for old time's sake? 
I would love to come. Um, unfortunately, I already have plans, Ballad, but thanks for the invite. Uh, I can't. <laughs> follow the brewery on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Follow us at Sports Buzz TX. You can find Mountain Breeze online, mountainbreezecamp.com. Let's get into show business. Get this shit started. I was going to say, if you guys think I'm ill-prepared and not informed on games usually, wait till I spend a whole weekend camping. I'm not going to know anything that went on this last week. It's going to be like one of those weekends where you're in Vegas or New Orleans where we just don't hear from Ballot at all. And uh, then we got to try and coach you and tell you everything that happened. This is future Zach preparing That's to not dream. be sorry for double future Zach. So go ahead and drink twice for dropping the Z. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Man, the strange land's good. (laughs) The Oktoberfest is flowing nice. Uh, So we'll get into show business. Um, First piece of show business, uh, roll call. We are missing uh, our other co-host, Mr. Mr. Knows-It-All. Everyone knows who he is now. Now, now you know since you weren't here last week. Right, yeah. Still getting used to it. Still getting used to it. But I did not screw it up last show, so um, plenty of time in this show, though. Plenty yeah. of time. Well, I like how you wrote it out and like have his name in the show business, just so I would try and read over that and read his name off. Nice try. I'm not falling for it. Yeah, I mean, there's no rules against it being in the show guide. I'm no chump. I'm no chump. Okay. Son, maybe <laughs> yes. I'm not getting through to you. Yes. We are uh, recording on Monday. Um, we will be back to our regular scheduled programming next week on Tuesday night. Um, Some action. Our programming never changes. Well, the programming and the releases are, are good. Um, be better is all I'm asking right now. Whatever. Whatever, man. Don't don't come at me like that. Uh, but um, what else we got in show business, pal? Um, I've got an audible for show business that I had thought about and then forgot about, but now remembered. Uh, I want to propose a new rule. We have a quorum. I'm loving all these new rules, even though I'm definitely the one breaking the most of them tonight. Fact. Uh, we have a great sponsor in Strangeland Brewery. Here for every and all occasions. Uh, I want to propose a rule that that's been here for weeks. Do not eat that. Uh, <laughs> It's a mystery pill. I know. Well, uh, maybe you have to. Uh, <laughs> me, me and Chad made it. <laughs> I want to propose a oh, rule. Yeah, there, <laughs> there he is. A uh, new rule that no other beer brands are to be uttered, mentioned, or referenced on this podcast. You got that, Dale? Can't even say them. Can't even say them out loud. When have I ever said another beer brand out loud? I'm not saying that you have. Like every other episode. And I'm not it's saying not that you will. But I'd like to make it official for the boys at Strangeland that this is a, a rule. And did you just spill a Strangeland all over No, I did not. <laughs> no, no. He dropped his phone. Okay. I think he would have moved a lot quicker if a beer hit the ground. I dropped my brand new phone, and I kept going like a professional. That's very good. Well, in the theme of keep going, I'm going to call a vote on our new rule of no other beer brand should be named, mentioned, or referenced on this podcast. I'll second that. Let's bring it to a vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 The ayes have it. All right. No more no more say no more no more free plugs in the beer world. Hey, shout out though. Uh my fiance Emily and I went on a little impromptu date night yesterday. Ooh. Shout out Strangeland Brewery making its way all the way to Firebirds. 
cafe? I don't know. It's some little coffee shop we went to that is also a tap room. Thunderbirds? Thunderbirds. Yeah. Great sandwich. Up, they up, got a, amazing sandwiches. Uh, but shout out, they had the peach burliner vice on tap. Nice. Ooh, yeah, bud. Did you go to the one off 2222? No, the one up north on off uh, Burnett. Off Koenig. 2222. Yeah. Also known as. Similar. Uh, that was the, the Audible show business, but our official show business is that our SoundCloud renewal came up. Mm. Um, SoundCloud, I know you guys listen. Don't you ever try to renew our subscription without at least giving me some sort of notice. All I got a notice of today was, was that our card bounced because I got a new credit card. So, and the price went up, by the way. So, you know, you know SoundCloud, if I didn't need you guys in our subscription to upload this week's episode... I wouldn't have uploaded a new, uh, a new credit card. But I'm going to be having words with these guys. You know, we, we we were through thick and thin with SoundCloud through their through their doubtful times. It wasn't that long ago that we weren't even sure if SoundCloud <laughs> was going to be a company. And this podcast was just going to end. Podcast almost died for a little bit. Podcast almost died. Maybe should have died. Maybe should have died with SoundCloud. <laughs> um, but I'm upset with SoundCloud. You know, they didn't even get a notice. No, no, like, hey, would you like to renew? Just uh like, hey, uh, we tried to take your money and your card bounced, so why don't you enter in a new one? Oh, by the way, uh, cost went up 15%. So, um, <laughs> what? So new news for you guys, too. Uh, you guys owe me a little bit of money for our SoundCloud renewal, so I will be sending that out uh, in the near future. Too. I'll get right on that. Yeah. Checks in the mail. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm worried about some of y'all, and uh, <laughs> by some of y'all, I mean all of y'all. So, um, You'll get it. I mean, sooner or later. Before next subscription. Hey, send that up. invoice, big boy. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll see how this accounting goes. Um gonna hit up uh we need to get uh what's her name? A little extension on the uh can't remember other sponsor's name. River Mountain River? Breeze. Mountain Breeze. You wanna do some winter advertising <laughs> is what uh is, is what I'm thinking. So um, winter advertising when no one's there. Because they're not advertising. <laughs> what, what, tell me, Dale. Are they or are they not busy in the summertime? Very. When do we advertise for them? During the summer, when they're busy. I'm not a marketing whiz, <laughs> but I think we just figured out what's going on wrong at uh, in Mountain Breeze. Okay. Yeah, it's cold and nobody wants to get on the water. Because no one heard about it. <laughs> oh my god. All um, right. Hey, we do have a show bet going on though. Yes, we do. We lost last week. Uh, we're probably going to lose again this week. The Titans don't, are up. Don't say that. The Titans are up twenty-one to fourteen. Don't be mad. You're gonna lose this week over the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, one more touchdown by either team uh, blows that forty and a half under that we got. So it's not looking good. Who made this bet? I did. I did. I regret it. Oh well, you're like two and one. So I mean, I can't. I can't even believe that we're that we're in this position. Right, we're about to be two and two, fifty-fifty. It's not horrible. We're not losing, but we're not winning. Um. Honestly, I, I could care less about the show bet anymore. Uh, I'm more worried about... Nope, nope, no. The Every time you break from our show bet now, you're going to have to drink because that's not show appropriate. We are all fans of something here. I happen to be fans of something that wins more often than you guys. But <laughs> we all know how this works. I drink every time I gloat about my Patriots or my Red Sox or anything Boston because we know how to win. If you're going to abandon our show bet for your fruitless 
fandom of the Dallas Cowboys, you're gonna have to drink for it. Well, the the Cowboys and only the exclusive. The Cowboys and my fantasy team, line. but I will drink for that regardless because it's amateur hour show when we're not talking pro sports. But All right, because I'll, it's the show bet. Also, because you're sad. I don't really give a shit about the show bet anymore. I'm over it. Abandoning the show bet. I mean, how can you be mad at our show bet? Look, the the roof is open, the doors are open. It's a beautiful night. In Dallas. It is beautiful. I mean, I bet it's probably about sixty degrees. It looks great. Uh, all I care about is what happens at the end of this game and who wins. Um, <laughs> Something else I care about is we have a very special guest coming on the show because we were when I was doing our SoundCloud renewal. I remembered that we have neglected a renewal that we have been long overdue on. This is a more important renewal. Much more important. Um. Young Jeezy himself has allowed us to use one of my favorite songs of all time, My Hood. A.K.A. The Snowman. A.K.A. The Snowman. So we should probably call Young Jeezy and ask him if it's okay if we continue using his song. We used to do this. We've fallen away from it, and I'm, I'm really surprised that he hasn't come and came for his money yet. So we, uh, we can go ahead and give uh, Young Jeezy a call. Let's see if we can get him on the line. Get the boy on the horn. trouble with this uh oh there we go i got a, i have an old iphone so the, don't know. is that the same cell phone that toy hall used yeah it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a very old one hey mr young jeezy thank you for coming on the podcast tonight how are you doing this afternoon or this evening Jeezy, it's so nice to have you, man. Uh, you know, we've been fans uh, of your music for a long time. I'm sure you've been fans of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, Jeezy, we got some some things we want to ask you. You know, obviously, we're calling you for a reason. But before we do, you know, as Coach alluded to, you're known as the snowman. So we wanted to run a few snowman jokes by you. You're getting close to the winter season. Feel free to try these out at your home. Let me, let me start with an easy one. Guys, what do you what do you call a snowman, or what does a snowman take when the sun gets too hot? I don't know. I got nothing. A chill pill. <laughs> oh, he liked that one. He liked that one. All right, I'm gonna keep him going. Uh, where does this this one's gonna be relevant to Young Jeezy? He's you're gonna hear this one in Young Jeezy's song at some point. Where does the snowman keep his money? In the ice box? Nah, in the snowbank, baby. <laughs> All right, last one. <laughs> what does snowman eat for breakfast? Frosted flakes. Pretty close. Snowflakes. <laughs> All right, Gigi, the reason we called you, we just want to make sure you're good with us using your classic kit, my hood and our intro. Is that good with you, young young Jeezy? Yeah. Okay. Hey. hey, we're good to go. Good to go. Good All to right. go for it another sounds year. Sounds like we are renewed up for year three of the Sports Buzz. All right, and uh, looks like looks like uh, the Cowboys are really bad. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, Jeezy, we'll talk to you later. We're out. Well, that one is as good as it can go. That was, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I loved it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm more focused on this fucking game right now, so I apologize if uh, my sense of humor is not. I apologize for yelling at you. <laughs> Uh, I just could care less about your stupid 
snowman jokes, but uh, they were there were a couple good ones in there. Well, I'll be damned. This is why we're moving back to Tuesday. Ballad. Why don't you hit this week ten recap of college football? It was a good weekend of football. Let's do it. And <clears throat> obviously, if you listen to the pro show, I was at a wedding, so I didn't get to watch as many games as I'd like to. But let's start with the most anticipated game of the week: Alabama LSU. Alabama goes into Death Valley and comes out victorious in demanding fashion, twenty-nine to zero. Guys, this one was not close. No, no, LSU never had a chance. Um, I mean, it just it just proves that Alabama is really that good, and I would be hard pressed to find another team that can even come close to competing with them. It's not even fun to watch anymore. Honestly, like I'm just so over it. They're they're so dominant in an area of the country that has been I I'll say vastly underrated and neglected as far as recruiting goes. It's not like Alabama takes a ton of Texas and California prospects. They're they're a lot of homegrown kids, Alabama kids, Georgia, Florida kids. They they take from the region. And, yeah, the SEC has kind of made its reputation as one of the better conferences in college football over the last couple of decades. But Alabama itself, I mean, Saban has just prided himself on the recruiting process, getting the best of his players. But ultimately it comes down to what I think is that he has made the most competitive process his school, playing for the Alabama Crimson Tide. And even if you don't play – if you're a second, a third string, a practice kid, you've got value. And kids understand that there's value there in learning from the best coaches and, and taking that either to another school for a year or two to play and show that you learned something mm-hmm. or to take that talent to the NFL. Alabama has just become the most dominant program in college football that I don't see this changing within the next decade. I mean, even if and when Saban leaves – this program is going to be so substantiated in in a foundation of winning and recruiting that the blueprint is there for them to continue long after Saban leaves. It's hard. It's hard for every other SEC team. I mean, look, LSU has been fantastic. They're a fun team to watch. They're an unexpected great team this year, but 29 and nothing. They get shut out at home. That's the big statement. At home. At home. In one of the most dangerous places to play, Alabama showed up and said, I don't fucking care. Turn it off. We're going home with a win. And that's exactly what they did. That was a hell of a statement. It's unbelievable. Hell of a statement. It's unbelievable. Another team that made a huge statement on Saturday was Clemson. Destroying Louisville seventy-seven to sixteen, Louisville was like a forty-point underdog in this game, and they still couldn't find a way to cover. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I saw the scoreline. I thought that it was a auto, like a, a mistype. I thought it was a glitch on ESPN until I saw an actual highlight, and uh, yeah, that, I mean that was that was embarrassing. They didn't they didn't let their foot off. Well, their third string guys didn't let their foot off the gas, not once. They they did let it off. They let backups in, and they controlled the game even more. Um, Travis Etienne is going to be a 
Alvin Kamara-like running back at the next level. He's going to the NFL, and he's going to be significantly talented. Um, I, I am just thoroughly impressed. Bryce in this game, 6 of 7, 110 yards, 3 touchdowns. I mean, routine. Half of his completions went for touchdowns, and then they took him out of the game. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It, it's, or I'm, I'm sorry, that's that's the leading passer is Bryce, the, the set backup quarterback. I mean, Clemson Clemson is just destined to, to play Alabama again this year. There's no doubt about it. Who is even the starter? Because it shows... Trevor, oh, Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the starter. Trevor yeah. Lawrence is the starter, who went 8 for 12, 59 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Bryce came he threw in. a pick and they still won 77 to 16. Dude, they, I mean, Bryce came in and went 6 of 7. Like, it's just unbelievable. Look at this. As a team, 37 carries rushing the ball. Travis Etienne, their best back, who had 153 yards in the game, only rushed it 8 of those 37 <laughs> times. It's unbelievable. I mean, he averaged 19.1. Dixon averaged 29 a carry. Feaster averaged 16.8 a carry. They had long runs. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we can make fun of Louisville all night, but we got a lot of other games You're to right. get to. You're Northwestern right. beats Northwestern on the road by 10, 31 to 21. That? I think Ian Book is making a case for a Heisman vote. I think you just said Northwestern beat Northwestern on the road. Um, but they did beat themselves at home. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't watch any of this game. I don't know if either, if you did, Coach. Um, Notre Dame, all they have to do is win. That's all that really matters. If they can win out... Uh, they got a spot in the playoff. Um, so I, I didn't watch any of this one. This was uh, this was a night game on Saturday, right? About seven o'clock. Yeah. yeah, it was in the same time as the uh, Alabama LSU game. It's probably why I didn't watch. I it. was keeping my eye on several games, and then I had a concert to go to. So yeah. Look, uh, Notre Dame started off three and zero. Then they changed their quarterback to Ian Book, and then they've gone six and zero since then. Notre Dame is a good football team. Book, 22-34, and two touchdowns. Notre Dame is going to end up in these college football playoffs it's in, in some position. Hopefully they don't get Alabama first, but it doesn't matter. They're either going to get Alabama or Clemson. And they're going to get either one is not a good case, clearly, by what we've said so far. I, I like Notre Dame. I think they've been a fun team to watch. They're very consistent. Very, very consistent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. This is going to be a fun team to watch. They they've got to finish this this season and get to the college football playoffs, but they've they've put themselves in a great position to do so. Michigan handles Penn State at home, forty-two to seven. Another game that wasn't even close. Penn State didn't score till uh, the fourth quarter, and it was when all the backups were in. Yeah, and this was a huge statement from Michigan. Um, you know, with the LSU loss. They are now sitting in prime position to make the playoff. You still have to worry about the Ohio State game, but this was a huge win, and to do it the way they did handily, you know, Shea Patterson doesn't even need to do anything because that defense is the best defense in the country. They are flying around. I think they scored two defensive touchdowns. Um, yeah, Michigan got all everything clicking at the right time. Uh, if they can just – Get past Ohio State, win the Big Ten championship. They're they're a team that can slow some people down to that defense. They only scored <clears> one <throat> touchdown on defense, but the five sacks combined. I mean, it, Michigan is just a team with a very solid defense, and 
albeit a shaky offense at times, but yeah. Shea Patterson has been good for them. It seems like Michigan is hitting all the right buttons right now. They're going to be primed for their meeting with Ohio State in the coming weeks. Georgia clinches the SEC East with a win over Kentucky, 34-17 to on the road. Kentucky coming down to earth. Yeah, no surprise here. I think Kentucky's been overrated. Um, but at 5-2 and two in the SEC or 7-2 and two overall, uh, they deserve some consideration. I don't think top 10 was the right move for them. But, um, yeah, Georgia showed why, why they are who they are, and they still have a chance of making the playoff. If you hate, if you like defense, you hated this game. OU wins fifty-one to forty-six on the road in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Uh, hey, this is a lot like that time that Baker Mayfield and uh, and Patrick Mahomes played. I don't know if you heard about that or not, but they played. They played a long time ago. I've heard they, it mentioned a couple they of played times in the NFL. So, lots of points in this one. Yeah, there was a lot of points, and the two early interceptions from Baker Mayfield uh, really put OU in a bad hole. Or sorry, uh, Kyler Murray. I'll drink for that. Uh, put OU in a bad hole, especially in a night game in Lubbock. Um, I, I really got my hopes up that Tech would pull this one off and keep Texas in the running for a Big 12 championship. Uh, but OU just won the foot race, outscored Tech. I mean, there was really – whoever had the ball last was going to win this game. Um, yeah, OU can score points in bunches, and it doesn't take them long to do it. So – I'm not looking forward to this week for uh, a game in Lubbock. I mean, you have to think about this, too. Oklahoma is on their second. Their starting running back is technically their backup, and Sermon went off for 26 carries, 206 yards, and three touchdowns. Oklahoma is an extremely balanced team when they need to be, and they're extremely dangerous. Kyler Murray, I think, at times has been shaky and, and uneasy for them. But Oklahoma is going to, if they finish this season with one loss, they're going to give themselves a chance to really, really get into the college football playoffs. It's just going to be a question of what else shakes up the rest of the season. Washington State survives Cal at home, 19-13. Uh, I didn't watch this, but it, I will if, if you saw it, was this a defensive struggle or was Washington State just not performing the way they usually do on offense? I didn't watch it. All right, moving on then. Ohio State survives Nebraska at home, 36-31. to 31. Uh, Are the wheels falling off in, in Columbus or is Nebraska finally starting to get their footing? Maybe a little of both. Um uh, you know, I kept an eye on this game as it was going on throughout the – it was one of the earlier games. Um, and Nebraska had a lead for a lot of this game. And then yeah. Ohio State came back, took yeah. the lead, and Nebraska – really, it's closer than it was at the end. Um, Nebraska did have a chance, though. I'll give them that. And surprisingly enough, uh, this is the best they've looked all season. Nebraska uh- – I mean, I got to enjoy this game in the first round of games on Saturday. Nebraska took a lead into halftime, but it wasn't until late in that second quarter that they really found their grip. I think Scott Frost is finding his his reign in Nebraska. Obviously, their their win streak of two comes to an end, uh, but 
Nebraska is looking better. I think Scott Frost has a grip on what he's trying to do here in Nebraska. It's only going to go forward from here. Ohio State, I think, is just a culmination of, of what that team is actually made up of. And it's it's an uncertainty from the coaching staff and, and, and a head coach that doesn't have the greatest culture following him. And it's a talented team that's just full of guys who choose wrong decisions at times. So Ohio State's going to have to beat Michigan if they want to make a claim to anything. True. And I just don't think they have what it takes right now. I will give you one one piece. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, the kid from LaGrange, Texas, uh, had himself a day. Uh, 23 carries, 163, and three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, that that dude is something special in his sophomore year. Arizona State at home takes down 15th-ranked Utah, 38-20. Herm Edwards continuing to surprise us. Uh, they've they've definitely overachieved all season long from what we expected. So um, sometimes coaching can win you games. Here, here's what wins you games: when you know how to stay up late and party. Because Utah doesn't know how to do that. They're, not, that's allowed, why they they're not allowed to party. That's why they lose at night. Uh, Purdue beats Iowa. Score might surprise you though: thirty-eight to thirty-six. You think these two things are going to play? You think low-scoring? Defensive struggle, not the case in this Big Ten matchup. And Purdue almost gave this game away. Uh, had to hit a field goal to win it late with a 15-point lead going into the uh, – sorry, not a 15-point lead. I can't do math. 10-point uh, lead going into the uh, fourth quarter, something like that. Well, 10, 11, something Let's like just that. look at the, the leading categories in this game. So Purdue, who wins by two – their passer, 23 of 32, 333 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. Iowa, 275 yards and a touchdown. They're rushing, 45 yards for Iowa. The leader for Purdue, 40 yards and a touchdown. Receiving yards, 85 yards for Iowa. For Purdue, 146 and three touchdowns. You would think this game was a blowout. Purdue, better than they seem. Someone said that earlier this season. Um, we have to get through these because we spent way too much time with Young Jeezy. Yeah. Auburn beats AM 28-24, a comeback victory for the Tigers at home. They didn't deserve to win this game, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Kellen Mond, the two late interceptions, two turnovers late, uh, gave Auburn a chance. It was just ridiculous. Um, but good win for Auburn. I mean, Auburn's just a team that doesn't give up. They score 14 points in the fourth quarter, shut out A&M in Aggieland, I believe. No, this, this was in this was, this was in, in, this Auburn, was in Georgia uh, or Alabama. Sorry, but Auburn finds a way to stick around. I mean, they've hung around in a lot of games. LSU, obviously, you feel like they should have won that. Probably they should have won that. They had a lead late. But they find a way to stick around. I, I don't think this is a great team, but this is a team that's very determined, and I think that's positive, at least for Auburn going into the close of the season and the bowl season. Sure. This is a, this is a team that can definitely only lose by 21 to Bama. I mean, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, or this is a team that can also keep it within a one-score game. Uh, we're going to rifle through these. Uh, Baylor beats Oklahoma State at home, which makes that loss to Texas look real bad. Sure. 
uh, Army beats Air Force 17-14. Uh, but the Bobcats get a win 40-31 to on the road at Georgia, Georgia State. First Texas State win in the Sun Belt on the road. First winning streak in a very long time. Mr. Willie Jones the third. 325, two touchdowns. Hey, Georgia State won a bowl game last year, so we just beat a bowl winning team. Yeah. Why was there ever a question about Willie Jones the third? That's what I want to know. Never will be, never has been. Said that in the wrong order. Uh, <laughs> Duke beats Miami 20 to 12. Miami is in real big trouble. And Chip Kelly has a rude awakening to his return to Oregon. Ducks 42, Bruins 21. Chip Kelly just has the fattest neck in all of college coaching. Uh, it's bad. I want to. F- I want to find a worse <laughs> inner tube neck than Chip Kelly's in college football. That's my new goal for the rest of the season. We'll keep an eye out, uh, guys. Any other games you guys want to talk about that we didn't hit? No. Oh uh, no. Well, UCF's still undefeated. They yeah. beat Temple fifty-two. Shut to 40. up about it. What I tell you about the Jinx? God. Damn it, Dale! They're still not going to get in the playoffs, even if they finish. Don't two talk years about in a row. my champions like that. Okay, they're still not going to make it. But shout out New Mexico State getting the win over Al Al Alcorn State. Hey, finally got the dub. Alcorn State on the board. Uh, gentlemen, we're having chicken wings tonight. Ooh, do you have a guess? What was last week? Last week we classic. had a classic buffalo. Ooh, it was your, delicious. Your boy was right. Ooh, I got a good feeling about this this week. What you got for me, Dale? Garlic parm. Garlic parm, okay. Coach? I'm going with Dale's favorite, mango hob. Yeah, that was my other choice. I can only pick one. Um, All right. You should probably pick your favorite then. (laughs) Well, uh, we will hit a quick break and give you an update on the show bet. When we come back, we'll be right back with some more Sports Buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. And this is number two. Brought and to you by the beautiful and delicious Strangeland Brewery and Sports Buzz. Sound like a late night NPR. Like host of a show, just you know, real soft talking. Gotta listen, turn your radio up real loud. What else was I supposed to do? Our show bet is yeah, fucked. Yeah, the show bet is looking horrible. Uh, Tennessee is driving inside the red zone. It's 21-14. Dallas fucking sucks. So, my fantasy team already lost. I don't really even give a shit about the game anymore. I hope we just lose the show bet. I don't want any of it. Yeah, I remember last week when I was like, oh, Cowboys playing Monday night. We definitely have to do the show on Tuesday. I thought it was because of this, but I actually just remembered that I promised Haley I would take her to the Honda dealership at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And that's why I had suggested that we do the show on Tuesday. And I just now remember that. Mm, I would have definitely been okay with that. Well. So I'm removing it next week, right? No, no. It was supposed to be this week. Yeah, but next week. That's why. The car appointment is tomorrow. Oh, okay. At 7 a.m. Well, so I hope we win the show, Beck, because I need something to go right tonight. 
Oh, this is not good. Nothing's going right. Uh, what was our wing flavor? Uh, mango habanero. Dale's favorite. Dale's new favorite. It is actually my favorite. The uh, garlic parm wasn't performing well, so he jumped off that bandwagon, jumped onto the mango habanero. It's uh, kind of your style, Dale. Yeah. So uh, let's get into Texas 10. All right. Coach, you want to start this? Do you want me to start? I don't know. What What, what do you want? I mean, there's a lot of takes away takeaways from this game. There are a ton of takeaways from this game. But to me, I'm looking at the positives. Uh, I will, I'll, I'll go ahead and stay our Texas positive guy because I feel like <laughs> I've always been that way. Even when we've had to take unders on the win totals because it's honestly been too optimistic. It's our fan base. That's the way it is. It's the University of Texas. We have lost to Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Maryland. But we have also beat TCU, who have has obviously taken a downward spiral. But we've also beat Oklahoma in a Red River rivalry. I have to say, this is a great season for Texas so far. I'm not mad at three losses. We'd have to pretty much lose out to be a terrible team. Yeah. And we'd still make a bowl game. So... Ultimately, I'm saying that this is going to be a positive trend for Texas. I think Sam Ellinger has just been banged up lately, and and that's caused some problems. I mean, in Oklahoma State, he wasn't 100%, and it showed. Against West Virginia, we were at home, and Texas just did not look like itself. The defense was very lackluster. Defense did not look like itself. Sam played phenomenal. I mean, the defense hasn't been great. Like, let's not pretend they've been great. We gave up 45 to Oklahoma. When we had no business giving up that many points to Oklahoma. This has been a positive Texas team. And I'm going to ride that trend because Texas is is on the rise again. They're they're back to, to ways that they should be winning games. They're losing some games they shouldn't still. <clears throat> but I will say it's on the positive trend. And I'm I'm very happy to see Texas the way they are right now. Yeah, I'll try and find a couple of positives from this game. And uh, like I said, the first one being Sam Ellinger. I thought he played absolutely phenomenal. Um, even under pressure, he knew who to throw the ball to. And that's little Jordan Humphrey. You throw it anywhere in his range, anywhere in his area, he's going to go catch it. He made a couple insane catches. Um, just throw it up in the air and he's going to go get it. Um, we saw a resurgence of Trey Watson. Uh, Watson looked really good. I was impressed with uh, what what he did out of the backfield. I wanted to see more Keontae Ingram. Um, Ingram struggled on the ground, uh, never really got it going. Uh, but Watson stepped in and and took his spot. Uh, but, you know, the two guys that were big time on the offense was Lil Jordan, like I said, and Devin Duvernay. Uh, we haven't heard his name a whole lot this season. Um, but, he and Sam got on the same page. He finished with six catches for 100 yards, just over 16 and a half a, a reception. Uh, did score a touchdown. Um, and then LJ was just an absolute beast. 143 on nine catches, just over 15, almost 16 yards uh, reception. But yeah, that defense, man, it, it, it wasn't good. Um, they had guys injured. Coming into the game, uh, when you show up to the game with no Chris Nelson and no Brandon Jones, um, that's already a big loss. I'm sorry, Nelson did play. Um, 
I'm trying to think. There was somebody else on the O-line. But uh, to have Devontae Davis go down on the first, really the first play of the game, I want to say as the second pass of the game, um, that was bad for the secondary. You got to throw more freshmen in. And then to lose Breck and Hager on the second series of the game, uh, to, to have an emotional leader like that gone on your second series, they were they were hurting all game. They had a couple other guys, a couple of backups come in and get hurt as well. Um, it was bad, man. It, they, it was a lot of really young guys out there having to fill in. Uh, Gary Johnson looked exhausted all game. Malcolm Roach still trying to get his legs underneath him, get his stamina up. Um, his first game back. Amenehu looked decent at times getting to the quarterback, but I mean, I will say, so we lose 42-41. The game was in West Virginia's hands. They said, we're either going to win or lose this game right now. We're not, yeah. we're not going to overtime. And that's what it came down to. I mean, the shit, pass that Will Greer shit. made to, to essentially get them the win was unbelievable off his back foot just shot putted it to a perfect spot i mean the only place his receiver could catch it um there's a couple of questionable calls early in that game protecting will greer but i'll give it to him man that kid can throw a football and uh that that game winning pass is pretty solid yeah i mean i just don't think there's enough to be said about texas you know the one thing i've been disappointed with is the running game in texas but it's been so hard, it seems like. Trey Watson comes in and has an absolutely dominant game. Keontae Ingram is a little lackluster. But Keontae Ingram has been the bright spot in that Texas running game. And to see Trey Watson come in and do what he did was absolutely fantastic. So it's, yeah. it's just really hard to like gauge this team because obviously the expectation and the passion is towards wanting more and wanting the best. But ultimately, at the end of the day, this is a team on the upward trend and and should be treated as such. Yeah. This is a team that should be celebrated on the 40 acres right now. It's not what we want yet, and that's fine. I get it. But it's going in the right direction. Ultimately, we're headed where we want to be, and we're winning games that we want to win. Beating Oklahoma should be a huge success for us. We get to a bowl game. We win a bowl game. I count that as a, a a season that goes in the win column for the university sure. for the for the year. Well, let's let's talk about tech and a game, a night game in Lubbock that we will have coming up this week. Uh 6:30 kickoff. Do you guys see this tech quarterback who's recollapsed his lung? I want to think I think his name is Jet Duffy. Uh it's his second collapsed lung of the year. Um Maybe it's Bowman. I don't know. Um, everything I hear, Bowman's the the better quarterback and the one to watch out for. He went twenty one to twenty six, two hundred twenty seven yards and two touchdowns against OU. Um, I mean, really, the key for Texas is you can't turn the ball over. You turn the ball over in Lubbock in a rowdy environment, uh, things are not going to go well. Uh, that place is going to be loud. All sixty thousand people that they can pull in to. Uh, to that stadium are going to be just rowdy. Um, I don't know. What do you, what do you think the key is Texas going into Lubbock next week? I think the key is to stay balanced. Um, in Lubbock, the, the biggest thing that we could do is control the possession. I think that starts with your running game, run the ball. 
And then I think that's that also ends with getting the ball to your playmakers. If you gotta hit Colin Johnson and Lil Jordan Humphrey on the line of scrimmage every single play, I'm okay with it. I'm kind of okay if it starts to work, if it fits the game plan, if we can retain possession and run the clock and score, I'm okay with it. But yeah. Tech has proven that if you're not going to score against them, they're going to score against you. So we definitely need to be able to put some points up on the board. And then ultimately seeing some significant stops out of our defense. I think that is ultimately where we need to see the most improvement is that our defense is able to get stops when we need stops to get the ball back and score. Or if we're up, get us the ball back so we can spend some more clock. Yeah. I think tech is a dangerous environment to go into. Lubbock oh, it is. is a scary place, and especially at night. Something about night games in Lubbock, man. I mean, I'm haunted by the last time I remember watching a night game for Texas in Lubbock. <laughs> don't say it. Don't you dare say it. We're not talking about it. And I just, I just, I don't want to see that again. And so it comes with control. <sighs> Controlling the ball and the possession and what's going on in the game is going to be huge for Texas and Tom Herman. All right, well, that was our Texas 10. Ballard, do you want to say anything about Texas? I don't need to watch much of it. Yeah, I saw the end, obviously. Um, just the balls on, on Daniel Holgerson. Uh, he was probably drunk. I don't know what memo got passed around ESPN, but the term riverboat gambling, insert coach, was named, was mentioned so many times. So many times on Saturday. And honestly, I hate that it happened to happen to us, but what an awesome move to go for two on the road and just to go win a football game. Can, like, I wish I wish Jerry Jones had those balls. Can we start like, a in any scenario? Can we start a petition to buy Dana Holgerson a hat to cover up his huge balding head? Uh, because the guy clearly doesn't realize that he's going bald, yeah, um, and the visor just ain't working. He just clearly doesn't care that he's going bald. He's the Maybe. he's the opposite of Mike Gundy. Maybe. He's uh he, he just doesn't he's he's leaning into it and you know what I gotta say I kind of like it kind of like it. All right, um, let's move on from Texas Ten. Yeah, we're gonna uh, move on to our uh, our show bed definitely failed already. We failed. Yeah, so that's uh that's one and three for you. And two and two. One and three by the official record books. No, because I didn't make a pick on the first one. You did. Oh, so it was one and two. But my pick was two and two. So you're one and two. Yes. On official show, but Yes. Correct. Just make sure. Which is basically one and three. Uh, with the extra juice. So uh, we're going to do something we did last year. Extra juice. Our college football coaches Deadpool. We had some head rolls over the weekend. Kansas lets go of some guy, Betty. Betty? Betty. Uh, technically, he's not fired. He just will not return next season. So I think he's finishing this season and then he's gone. But technically... For all intents and purpose, uh, he's gone. His ass is on fire. Yeah. In the hot seat. Right. Um, Maryland, Dur- Maryland gets, gets rid of DJ Durkin for well, they reinstated, obvious reasons. Reinstated DJ Durkin and then fired him the next day. Yeah. So, uh, heads Which is a chicken to... shit move by Maryland to not just fire him to begin no, with. No, that's a fucking fantastic move. No, it's a chicken I... shit move. No, it's They should not. have fired him before he even got no, reinstated. No, 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 no. You let your investigation happen. The investigation is over. You reinstate, and then you call his ass in and be like, "Hey, guess what, DJ? You're actually fired, 
get the fuck out of our university. They fucked that up because Fantastic. The, the players got him fired with the walking out. Um, I mean, this had this was a huge fuck up from the Maryland front office. I mean, um, let's let's be honest. It's a huge fuck up when someone dies in your program. I agree. Program he period. should have been fired so, immediately. This has been a whitewash from the beginning. No, I, we've had yes. to wait for this to happen. It's far too long. I'm glad that he gets embarrassed in this way. Fair enough. I, I think the university is embarrassed enough, but to watch him get reinstated only to be fired to me is fantastic. Well, let's move on, Ballad. What were you going to say? Uh, we're going to get into our college football coaches Deadpool. Uh, this is the time of year the heads are going to start to roll. So, of course, we're going to get on the fun. Um, you fired. We <laughs> tried to call Mr. Knows It All multiple times tonight. To yeah, try he, had, to he had his chance. It's on record. We should probably you know, give him one more try, right? I mean, that would be the... Uh, well, I don't want to give him his third try because then we got to kick him out. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board for that too. <laughs> Let's uh let's see if we can get Mr. Knows It All on the phone. Just to say we did. You know, I doubt I doubt we're gonna get a, a pickup from I just wanna say in this intermediate time that fuck Amari Cooper because he went four yards over what he was supposed to and now has lost me a fucking game. I'm so goddamn mad about it. Yeah, on my bench. Why this. is Cole Beasley throwing passes? What are we doing? Because we're trying to be the Patriots. Do you hear me said we? But you're not. Said we. So it doesn't look like Mr. Knows It All is going to be on the phone, which is fine because there's only so many, so many coaches to Hello? choose from. You've reached Chad Goodall. So what we're going to do, he's got the drink for he's that. He's going to have to drink for that. <laughs> um, he should fix his voice. So now. what we're going to do is, is we're going to do round or uh, we're going to do snake draft. Each person's going to get three picks. And next time that Mr. Knows It All is here, he can pick his three of the coaches that are left. I like it. I think that's what happened last year. Um, how did we decide who goes first last well, year? Well, let's say this. You're going to go in the middle regardless, just like first impressions. I suppose that's fine. Okay, so I'll flip a coin for me and Dale to go first and last. Okay. Okay. Dale, you want to call this? Sure, bud. All right. Tails never fails. It's Tails. I will go first. Okay, right. who are you wasting your uh, first pick on? I will use my waste Perfect. my first pick. Perfect scenario. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I should have taken third. What was I thinking? Mistake. Um. Idiot. Well, after this week, uh, in a 77 to 16 route, I will go with Bobby Petrino as my number one pick uh, of coaches to be fired. Uh, not a bad pick. Uh, the only, the only thing that I see getting in the way of this is that Bobby Petrino has a very big contract with Louisville that I'm not sure they're going to be in a position to buy out. But, I mean, he has he has been just awful. Yeah, it's pretty poor. piss poor. First year without Lamar Jackson, though, so got to give him a little break here. Uh, I'm going to go with Randy Edsel as my first pick. UConn, uh, I saw a stat the other day that they gave up like like 500-plus yards in, in a game, and their per yards per game percent or average went up or down. It improved. Long story short, <laughs> UConn is awful. They're terrible on defense. Randy Edsel of UConn is my first pick. Hey, shout out, Ballad, because we know how to pick these dead-in-the-water coaches. I'm going with a guy who just looks dead by his picture. That's Mr. Chris Ash of Rutgers. Mm. You're going to find yourself jobless, my friend. 
I like it. Oh, we probably should have said the steaks before we started this. Mm, yeah. Steaks for steaks? Steaks for steaks. Steaks for steaks. Steaks for steaks. Easy enough. Sounds good. Uh, so I get the second pick here? So I guess I get to go again. Yeah, since Coach goes again. Style. Coach goes oh, yeah, again. Snake draft. Uh, I, I, I just want to tell the people, shout out to coacheshotseat.com. This no free plugs. Se- this is the second year we've done this. But shout out to Kalani Sataki of BYU. A multi-year appearance. Larry Fedora, North Carolina's back. Bobby Petrino's back. I like how Willie Taggart in his first year of Florida State is already in the top ten. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, Hard to do. But you know what? I'm going to go with a guy who deserves to be fired because his team is not only bad, but they're in one of the greatest places in the on earth, and that is... The University of Las Vegas, Tony Sanchez. It's time for you to go. Mm. Mm. Not where I thought you were going. I know. But I really like that pick. I didn't think it was going that direction either. I literally have a tab open right now with Tony Sanchez facts. Hey guys, coach has a pulse on coaches. Tony's Tony's blood too hot from the seat. Too hot from the seat. <laughs> um, can't believe he's still here. But I'm going Laird Fedora. Not only is he ha- of North Carolina, not only having a terrible season right now, I think they're 1-7 overall, 1-5 in, in the ACC, but they had a big player coaching scandal at the beginning of the season that I can't even remember. It's going to be time for... The players were selling their shoes, their Jordans that were given to them by the school That's to right. make money. Yeah. Uh, obviously, coach's fault. So Definitely we're going to, uh, they're going to be moving on from uh, from him in uh, in uh, wherever they play, Chapel Hill. So, Larry Fedora. <laughs> That's actually right. Uh, my number two pick. Um, Dale, two back to back. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that spot. Let's um, watch you fuck this up. I'll, I'll screw it all up. But I am going to go with, uh, first one is going to be, Lovey Smith from Illinois. They're just a really bad team. Uh, Lovey Smith is gone. And my second pick. But they just beat uh, Illinois. Got a win this weekend. They beat uh, <laughs> Illinois State. No, no, they beat someone they weren't supposed to beat. I'll be, I'll be back with that. That one. won't keep his job. Um, I would say Gus Malzahn, but a uh, big win over A and M. How dare you? And they owe him way too much money. Uh, so I'm gonna go. With a guy from New Mexico State, Doug Martin is going to be fired. Got a good feeling about that. Uh, Everett Weathers, by the way, Texas State's head coach, is on this list. Was not going to go that direction. Uh, Illinois got a win over Minnesota this weekend. 55-31, to high-scoring affair. Big win. Um. Okay, I like those. I like those. So I'm going to round out someone off off the beaten path a little bit. I'm going Mike Mike Sanford, Western Kentucky. Right now, Western Kentucky sits at... Can't even find them on here. But they're, they're not above 500. They're a six-win football team. Uh, one and eight, zero oh and five in conference. Um, just was a wrong hire from the very beginning, 
And I just I think Mike Sanford's going to be looking for a job at the end of this year. So that is my third and final pick. Uh, Coach, you your know, last pick of the night. You know, the amount of disrespect that's put on this list with Gus Malzahn and Willie Taggart and Mike Gundy and even the shark fucker himself. Dan, oh wait, no, it's not Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen came from Mississippi. No, he's he was just, he's a podunk. He was the shark fucker fail, uh, savior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I forget about that. But let me tell you something, fellas. Everett Withers has got to go. Mm. Oh, number three, I'm taking your boy Everett Withers of Texas State. Wow. Ooh. I don't think he deserves another he's year. Trash, dude. He's absolute trash. And he just beat a bowl winner. He's the one who benched Willie Jones III in the first place, and Willie Jones III is the only reason we have two wins on the season. It's time to go. Okay. If you say so. Hope you're wrong. Uh, I don't. Mr. Knows-It-All will we'll pick his, uh, his coaches next time he's here, which could be months from now, but uh, we'll never know. But uh, for now, we got to get into first impressions. And we got to move because we are way over time. Yeah, we are. Uh, Dale, let's start out with our Texas State Bobcats. They are at home hosting App State. Right now, Texas State, a 21.5 point home dog. What is your first impression? Love a good home dog, but I'm going with App State to cover 21. Uh, I'm going the opposite direction here. I'm going Texas State. I don't think they get close to winning this game. I think they keep it close. And I really, well, the reason why I like Texas State here is that App State is going to be overlooking Texas State into their uh, big matchup next weekend. So I just think they overlook us, and so for that reason, I'm taking uh, taking the, the Bobcats here. Coach? Yeah, this is the game ever Withers gets fired. Give me App State. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Right back at you. Auburn taking on the Bulldogs in Athens, Georgia. Right now, Georgia, a two-point, or sorry, a two-touchdown favorite at minus 14. What's your first impression, Coach? Say it again. Georgia minus 14, hosting Auburn. Yeah. It's a bad day for Tigers. Give me Georgia in a row. I'm going to reverse Jinx Auburn here and take the Bulldogs in a blowout. Dale? Yeah, in Athens, I'm taking Georgia. Perfect. Uh, Texas traveling to Lubbock scary place where they throw tortillas take on Texas Tech Raiders right now Texas is favored by one and a half on the road Dale what's your first impression give me Texas I'm going to take Texas Tech here coach Uh, I like Texas to bounce back go ahead and give me Texas in this one Ohio State traveling to Lansing to take on Michigan State. Right now, Michigan State, a three-and-a-half-point home dog. What's your first impression? Michigan State versus who? Ohio State. Ohio State. Michigan State's three-and-a-half-point home dog. Ohio State's bad, but they're not that bad. Michigan routed Michigan State. Give me Ohio State. Uh, I'm taking Michigan State here. Uh, Michigan or Ohio State has been a mess. Michigan State is a great as a dog, especially at home. They could have get it done against Michigan, but they get it done against the Buckeyes. Give me Michigan State an outright win. Not a chance. Uh, I got Ohio State covering this. 
This is my lock of the week. Ooh, okay. Uh, right back at you. UCLA traveling to Tempe to take on Arizona State. Arizona State is a 12.5 point favorite at home. What's your first impression? Hmm. Feels like a lot. UCLA has been getting better. So give me UCLA to cover that. 12.5? Yeah, I like that. Lose by a touchdown. I'm going to take Arizona State here. Uh, I was way off on them to begin the year. And I'm I'm done doubting uh down uh da, da, done doubting Herm Edwards. Yeah, easy for you to say. Yeah, really difficult for me to say. Uh, give me Arizona State here, Coach. Coaches ride with coaches. Chip Kelly is a fat rubber neck. Give me Herm Herm Edwards in a route. You're not a fan of Chip <laughs> Kelly's neck, man. What do you got Dude, going with his so neck? Fat. He could float all on his own. Jesus. <laughs> Kentucky you don't even need is going to gonna try to get right on the road against Tennessee. Right now, Tennessee is a four-point home dog. What's your first impression? Who? Coach, right? Uh, coach, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't have much to say. <laughs> but Tennessee wins this game outright. Oh, Kentucky is good old trash. Rocky Top. I can't take Tennessee here. I got Kentucky getting right. Give it to me by a touchdown. Dale? Yeah, I'm with you, Ballad. I got Kentucky. Yeah, pick them, you dumb idiots. You remember what our curse is? Two to one? I'm winning this. Rocky Top ain't gonna, gonna do shit. It's not Rocky Top. It's Old Smokey because that's what I believe in. It's Rocky Top. I don't care. Dale <laughs> Northwestern is traveling to Iowa. Where Iowa is a 10-point home favorite here. What's your first impression? I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Uh, give me Northwestern. Uh, I'm taking Northwestern here, too. I just think that's way too many points. Uh, yeah. Give me Northwestern. I'll take the points on the road. Ten-point favorites? At home. They got the hospital they got to wave at. This is a 6-3 and three football team at home against a 5-4 and four football team. I tell you what. If Gronk is weaker than every kid in that hospital, Iowa wins this one by 14. Give me the Hawkeyes. <laughs> Bedlam this weekend. Oklahoma State traveling to Norman to take on the Sooners, who are a 18-point favorite at home. What's your first impression? Oh, Gundy gets off this hot seat list. He's not losing by 18. Give me Oklahoma State. Yeah, give me Oklahoma State here, too. Keeping it close. It's my lock of the week. Dale, first impression. Oh, man. Don't do this to me, guys. I hate being that guy. It's a different state. It's it's a rivalry game. Who cares? We're out of the Big 12 championship. It's it's done. It's done. 18 points is absurd. It's done. I'm not going to be a contrarian. I'm going Oak State and just ruin it for all of us because that means Oklahoma win by 35, but I'm still taking Oak State. Bounce back off the Baylor loss. Oregon traveling to Utah. The Utes are a three and a half point favorite. What's your first impression? <laughs> Why are we covering? Why are we picking these fucking games? Um, <laughs> give me Oregon. I don't know. This is trash. Yeah, I'm taking Oregon here too. Uh, Utah. This is this time of year they start falling apart. So give me the Ducks. Come off a big win against Chip Kelly. Pull it together, coach. No, dude. Vegas <laughs> is just trying to drown in the same bathwater they drowned in last week. Because who the fuck makes Utah a favorite after they lose, especially to a better football team? 
Give me the ducks in a straight drowning of Mormons. <laughs> wow. That got violent quick. And they're all going to Vegas. <laughs> Miami, traveling to Georgia Tech. Take on the Yellow Jackets. <laughs> really? Georgia Tech, a four-point home favorite, if you can believe it. What's your first impression? Jesus, man. <laughs> My first impression is that <laughs> you don't listen to professional... <laughs> Ugh. Never mind. Give me Baylor. Baylor's it's not- Miami and Georgia Tech. <laughs> Miami and Georgia Tech. Yeah, because Baylor scores more than both of those teams. <laughs> not an option, sir. <laughs> give me, give me Miami. <laughs> I'm thinking Georgia Tech here. Miami's got nothing to play for. They're not going to prepare for the triple option. I wish I could have two locks of the week, but I can't. So here you go, Dale. What's your first impression? Only because Coach has zero idea what games he's even picking. I'm taking Miami because Coach has got something that's going on. He's going to get this one right. Give me Miami. Last game, boys. Clemson taking on Boston College on the road. Boston College, 18-point dog in this one. What's your first impression, Dale? Get it together. Uh, We just saw what Clemson did to uh, Louisville. Uh, Much better team in Boston College. What did you say the score was? The line? Scored to be determined. The line? They're going to play on Saturday. 18. Next Tuesday, I'll let you know what the score is. 18. 18 points is the the current line. Okay. Yeah, give me Clemson by three touchdowns. I'm taking Boston College here. That's probably a smarter pick. Love at home. Love the points. Big line. Yeah. I I, like it. I regret my pick already, but. If I can have three locks of the week. This would be my other one. <laughs> Did hey, you make a lock of the week yet? Yeah, in the pro show. That's not how Hey, will works. you give me the 18 and a half that I imaginarily made up in my own head for Boston College? Absolutely not. No, it's All 18. Right. Then I'm still taking Clemson because Clemson's going to fuck them up. <laughs> that was first impressions. That was first impressions. Glad you made it through. I don't even coach. know what games are going through. Honestly, I started rambling again, and then I went back to that Twitter conversation that we had about earlier. And so then I just got Baylor stuck in my head because Ballard doesn't know how to pick winners. Oh, I'm a winner picker. How'd you do this week? In college football? Yeah. I won 60%. How'd your uh, your Twitter trolling go on picks? My Twitter trolling was an all-time low. <laughs> but that's what you get. You <laughs> both know, both you trolls get. you lost, didn't you? Yeah, well, you know. That's yeah. just how, that's well, just hey, how it happens. Uh, as you heard the beer can, this is the Nightcap sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. <laughs> Um, Shout out Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. (laughs) Dude, you can fucking leave. Oh, my God. All I'm going to say... By the way, this this is exactly what I said was going to happen. We're going to watch the Cowboys lose at home to the Titans. It's going to ruin the entire show. I knew knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah, the show's ruined. Shout out three total touchdowns. Shout out to Strangeland Berry Beer for any and all occasions. Uh, Shout out Deion Lewis. Stop. a huge game. Can you leave? Uh, we'll finish this without you. Uh, guys, basketball, college basketball starts tomorrow night. This is my favorite time of the year, I'll be honest with you, because we got football still going on. Um, in college basketball, there's no better time. There's no better atmosphere than a, a uh, you know, Rupp Arena or Cameron Indoor. Um, so I can't wait. Got a lot of good games tomorrow. Uh, Texas actually starts tomorrow night as well on Longhorn Network. No free plugs. Eastern Illinois and the Longhorns will go off at 7 o'clock. Texas not ranked. I, I, tell I really them don't know f- what to expect from this team. Tell, I, tell them what their percentage favorite is. 94.9%. <laughs>
Um, 25 point spread. In which game? The Texas and Eastern Illinois home game. Um, Kansas and Michigan State tomorrow night. That'll be a good game. Uh, this is one of those preseason tournament kind of things. Uh, so it's being played in Indianapolis. Look, here's the deal. Isn't Texas playing in one of those as well? Yes. Yeah, they, the Nike deal. They're playing in a big one. Yeah, the Nike deal up in Oregon, I think. Yeah. Here's the deal. That's next There's week. a situation where we didn't study for the test. We didn't do our homework. We're trying to cram right before the test start. But hands up. I'm not prepared to talk college basketball. I have no idea what's going on. Dude, we got Duke. Know. We got a top five matchup tomorrow. Duke and Kentucky. I know. We, we didn't study for a desk. No, I haven't studied anything. Name, name a player on, on, on North Carolina's team right now. Why would I care about North Carolina? I imagine, can name a couple on Texas' team. Imagine if we had recorded on the right night for our show. Recording. Oh, we'd have so many things we could be betting on right now. We'd have so right many now. games to bet on. Uh, See, that's I'll, why we're definitely going back to Tuesday. I will take uh, Texas minus the points. Okay. Well, um, that's a loss for sure. Yeah. Um, why don't we wrap this up? Because I have things to do tomorrow morning, apparently. Apparently you do. Uh, as do I. Got a little little kayaking, rafting trip. So, uh, Ballad? Well, no thanks. <laughs> thanks for pressing buttons over there, man. Thanks for hosting us. Coach, thanks for being here. I'm going to try this mystery pill that I found. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Um, but thanks for finally making it through the show. I didn't think you were going to get there. Uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spellman. We're the Sports Buzz. Until next week. We are out! Take Baylor and the points. This party is officially over. Yeah, buddy. No, it's straight up an ibuprofen that Chad and I have shaved off the coating of it. We just left it on the table. definitely gonna have to walk home tomorrow.